And we're live. Welcome to the Rod and Todd Show. Rob. Whatever it is, we're here. Yep. I stand alone, busting my chrome, straight bucking your dome, doing what the gangsters doing. Hey. Apparently, it was your sister's birthday. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. my cousin actually commented, Lojo with the fro. Eyes red, bobbing my head, drunk still in the zone, listening to gangster music. Hey. Lojo. Get quick, getting neck from a thick bitch with handles. With the Bro. Looking bad, gripping the ass, gripping the Yo. ass, gripping the ass. You can think what you want to think, but that's a badass nickname. <laughs> I don't have a nickname that cool. <laughs> You're not Hob Rob with the. Yeah, yeah I could I could finish that, but it won't be good for you, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I've honestly never heard that. Uh, that must be an inside joke between her and that friend. Todd of Berea with the. Yep, if I'm ever in Berea, odds are I probably have diarrhea. Oh my god! Todd with the charm <laughs> and the thing on his arm. Yeah, it's uh, one of the, my co workers uh, named it Bruce. It's still not as cool as Lojo with the fro. Looking bad, gripping the ass. Gripping the ass, gripping the ass. Got a listener question. What should be done about the Texas border crisis? <laughs> So, I get it. The Texas border is also the border to the United States. So, whose jurisdiction is it, really? I guess Texas is saying, hey, we're just protecting our border. Okay? That's all we're doing. And a political conflict has emerged. I lean towards Texas. I mean, yeah, it is their border. I look at it this way. Why are we trying to keep people out? It's kind of like if there was a stray animal on your property, would you build a fence to keep it off? Because no, where there's a wouldn't. will, there's a way. If it's acting aggressive, you would shoot it. I stand alone, my comb. With a pellet gun. Or, here's a great solution. Take away the incentive. Without the incentive, there's no need to put up a fence or anything. They're not going to come on your property. My point being, if illegal immigrants couldn't find a way to make money in Texas and live in Texas, why would they try to illegally sneak into Texas? Instead of worried about the border, why don't they worry about their state house and making legislation to make it illegal or cause irreparable damage to any business owner that hires undocumented workers? for any amount of time. I'm sure that would pass with sweeping votes in Texas. It, it, to me, I, it's a, it, it's something that's like, okay, will it work 100%? Probably not. There'll always be people. As long as there's laws, there's going to be people breaking them to some degree. But it's a great deterrent. It's very, it should appease both political sides because it's not inhumane. It's not, we're not locking people up or threatening to divide families or kill them or anything. But it's just... To me, it's placing the blame right where it should go. To the business owners that know they do, they're doing something wrong, all for the almighty dollar. Greed, in other words. And that's really where the political argument should be. Because if I'm not mistaken, majority of these immigrants, just like you and me, they're just trying to make ends meet. They just want to get out of their shithole country. Can't Te really blame them. Texas should load them on a bus and go drop them in some other state. Put them in Oklahoma. There's a lot of flat, empty land there. Put them in that panhandle. Don't let them open a casino, though. Yeah, Rob will go there too much. I'm just waiting on that weekend where it's like, yeah, me and Jamie just came back from the uh, Mexican casino. Lost 20,000 pesos. That's like 
20 bucks, so it's no big deal. <laughs> what what kind know, of games do you think they would play at a Mexican casino? I'm not sure. It's pretty easy not to gamble, by the way, when things are going pretty good for you financially. But if you're prone to gambling, like you've done enough of it to know what it is, and things start going to shit, like in that desperate moment, you th- there's a tendency to just double down and make your situation worse. Uh uh-uh. uh. It's just like when people, uh, you know, they eat a comfort food when uh, they're depressed or something like that. I guess gambling can be people's comfort food. Alcohol could be too. Since you brought up alcohol, I saw something online this week where they said if you have a wreck while you're driving drunk, why don't you just tell the cops that you started drinking after you wrecked? <laughs> <laughs> could they disprove it? Huh? Well, yeah, yeah. You could say, like, oh, I went to the grocery store, got into the rack, got bored waiting on you guys, so I started drinking. I mean, that would probably lead to more questions, but I'm not saying that they could really convict you on it. <laughs> a random bystander who's actually your friend recording the wreck scene, showing you drinking liquor at the wreck after it already happened. Depending on who you are, they probably already have footage of that, so they, they can just simply reuse it. Yeah, it wouldn't work, but it's clever. <laughs> it's clever as heck. <laughs> Rob on the next episode will be giving us his uh, critical review of the stand-up comedian John Christ on his emotional support tour. They make their stop tonight in Greenville, South Carolina. This guy's going to be at the Peace Center. My brother bought some tickets. Boy, you're really hyping it up there. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear this great review here. I don't know who the guy is. I looked him up last night. Nothing I saw was funny, but I'm going to go and try to be entertained. And a lot of times that works. Yeah. If you feel good enough and you're chipper enough, you can make it to be like funny or fun, even if it's not. Yeah. But I- we'll see. We'll see. It might be a stretch. The only comedian I've actually gone and seen before was Rodney Carrington out in Texas sometime. And he was pretty good. He stared down my ex-wife like the whole time. He had an eye for her. That's before his divorce. Hmm. Also before her divorce. Well, I wonder where they they're to, do, what they're doing right now. They need to find each other. You know? <laughs> Maybe they will in the depths of hell. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I, would, hey, I, I wouldn't be mad if they tested the waters just to find out, you know. Well, I mean, why, why be mad? I mean, I, if I anything, be, I don't care. Yeah, That's I mean, I don't thing. see why anyone would be mad in that scenario. It's just kind of like, all right, he can put up with her if he wants. Hot topic news. All right. The reason there's not much of it, all the news is like smothered in politics right now with the election coming up. But I just picked a few things out anyway. Here we go. A woman receives $135 of compensation after UPS package containing her son's remains went missing or goes missing. Wow. That's, uh, and how much was the money? $135. That sounds about right. I'm sorry. We lost the last physical remains of your only son. I'm assuming was young, died before his time. Dion Trey, yes. That was Hiram, Georgia. Sorry, normally I don't go past the headline, but this was from a different news site. That's how far I had to go this time. It was USA Today. Shout out to USA Today. Hi. Fentanyl overdose in 2020. Um, I guess she's just now getting her settlement. 
um, four years later, $135. $135 after four years? Well, nope. Actually, now that I see it, the family had the remains for most of that time. Yeah. And then it was just recently shipped. See, this is what happens when you actually get into the article. (laughs) Everything's clickbait. It's like the first paragraph and most things you read now is totally irrelevant. It was supposed to arrive by January the 10th. And, I mean, it's a month later. It's gone. Ain't no telling what happened to those ashes. Man, I hope they took out insurance, though. KOTFM producer Bradley Thomas. His wife dies by suicide. She jumped from a hotel balcony. There's a picture. There you go. Oh, Oh, I thought it was a picture of her. Never mind. That's a picture of her and her husband alive and well. Anyway, she's dead. There was another. (laughs) I'm devastated. There was another death that actually seemed more interesting, but I'm like, nah, I'm not going to drag a lot of that in here. So I just skipped whichever other one it was. Well, that's fine by me. I'm no reason to dwell on it. Lost ashes and then lady over the balcony. Yeah, we need something uplifting. You got me. Usher. Ah, here we are. Yes, I babysat Beyonce, but I was definitely not her manny. Okay. Don't get it misconstrued. Okay, don't get it twisted. (laughs) Not a Manny, but a babysitter. That makes Usher seem so old to me. How old is he? (laughs) Danny Masterson. Yes. How's he rotting? He has been sent to Charles Manson's prison and is surrounded by the worst of the worst. So the same prison that Charles Manson was incarcerated in. Not that they named the prison after him, or he has like a wing, a West Wing named after him. This is the Charles Manson library of the prison. As you see, here's a painted mural of Mr. Manson and his cult following. No, 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 no. It's just the same prison. I'm sure it's the whatever county, state, fucking prison system. Whatever. Look, he's with the worst of the worst. He's actually surrounded by the worst. Death row, solitary confinement, I don't know. To me, every prison has the worst of the worst. You'll find someone in there. Leonardo DiCaprio filming a dinner scene. Oh, my God. Oh. Hold on. Leonardo DiCaprio was filming a diner scene. (laughs) (laughs) I get him confused, too. With Regina Hall. Apparently, she was in Scream or something. Uh, Okay, yeah. Well, anyway, was the scene open to the public? Uh, Basically, they're saying they just used like three booths and just let business roll as usual. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, this is a Paul Thomas Anderson movie that he's currently filming right now. And P.T. Anderson, he's known for his indie films. So depending on the budget and the type of scene that they're shooting and whatever artistic reaction they're going for, I can see that. That's why I brought it up. I wanted to know if that was potentially legitimate. And you're telling me it is. Yeah, he is currently filming a Paul Thomas Anderson movie, which is kind of a big deal for me. He's never worked with Paul Thomas Anderson. Alec Baldwin waives his arraignment appearance and pleads not guilty. That's, of course, for shooting someone on set and killing them. Yeah, that pesky thing. You know, you don't think about the baggage that comes with being, a, a, you know, a B-list actor. Climate activist Greta Thunberg oh boy. goes on trial in the U.K. For, for what? For blocking an oil and gas conference. How can an autistic girl block a whole conference by herself? She maybe organized it. I wonder, I wonder if she succeeded. That, you know, I hear about these activists and what they do, and it's like, man, 
That's kind of impressive. That took a lot of time and energy. But man, she's quite the celebrity now, isn't she? Well, I'm sure it's a misdemeanor, maybe. She had to pay a fine, maybe do some community service. A Valentine Essentials love all the ways teddy bear. You know, that 23-year-old chick that wanted to date me that thought I was her daddy? <laughs> she likes stuff things. She called them stuffies, which... Get lonely, Todd. Stuffies? You could maybe fill that role. She'll bounce a uh, bottle off your head and all that, but... Oh, wow. That sounds... You're selling me on it completely. Yeah. That's I totally my thing. I you would be into that. Yeah, I'm into the bottle bouncing. Secondarily, candy has been advertised towards me. 98-cent cards, and lastly, a Galaxy S24 Ultra. Hold on here. This sounds fun. Let me see what mine would be. Maybe the same exact things. I don't know. We'll, we'll see here. Valentine Essentials, love all the way. Ah, okay. This seems like a generic sweet in their day. Say it from the heart. Samsung Galaxy. Oh, strength by the by. I got um, Waco's Triple Zero Yogurt. I got that too. Oh, well, damn. <laughs> kept scrolling down. Just for comparison, I went to Target real quick, and they've just got Valentine's Trinkets. Honestly, their stuff looks even <laughs> junkier. Look at this crap. I understand the, the obsession with Target that some women have because it's a step up from Big Lots, but kind of in a weird way, uh, a lateral or slight step down from Walmart. They're coming in weaker than the teddy bear, though. They're just saying Valentine's Day snacks and candy. You'll get 20% off if you're a Circle Club member or whatever. And then you can get $4 exchange, uh, classroom exchange cards that you would give to every, you know, if you're in elementary school. Yeah. And then they have winter decor still. <laughs> Which it's, look at this, it's like a love chicken. What? I love chicken. He's got a, it's a chicken, I think, and he's got a heart, a big, big old heart. Is it under. supposed to be cute? It's no wonder it's $5. I don't even think that counts as a stuffy. This is more of a... Get a love chicken to a girl that you want to break up with, because she'll probably oblige. It'd be better to get no gift at all. Honestly, yeah. yeah. That is so stupid. That is so dumb. Speaking of Valentine's, that is our anniversary for our show. Or would you call it our birthday? Yeah. Be one year old. I like the uh, anniversary angle. I like that. Well, I'm going to have to get Gino to change the plate then. The 1-5 made this fancy little thing yeah. here. Okay, that's going to be the cover of this uh, of this episode. That's going to be the, the thumbnail. Shout out the 05 restaurant. Happy birthday, Rob and Todd. Oh. We'll uh, reach out to Mr. Musk and see where he's at and continue negotiations. There's some hot topic news for you. They're saying that his... $50 billion salary might be a little bit too much. And so the board and some oversight committees are pushing to have that reduced. So he doesn't really call the shots. I think he's like a 25% shareholder. Don't quote me on that. After his acquisition with Twitter, what he had to sell off to get rid of that, his personal stake in Tesla is 11%. I think the biggest shareholder, which still puts him as super rich. I don't see Tesla getting any more valuable in the future than what it already is. In fact, I see it going down because it's just hype. Elon Musk 
was a great hype man for about five, six years. But his, ever since his celebrity's gone down, I think a lot of investors were thinking twice about Tesla. Like, okay, they were on cutting edge, but are they really that innovative to weather the storm and, you know, hang with the big boys? Now that there's other big players in yeah. that market, but also that market's getting kind of saturated kind of quick. Rob, have you ever been to a gender reveal party? Yeah. Anna and Alex's, they pop the little confetti poppers. Yeah. And I didn't know if it was pink or blue because it's that funky shade. I'm colorblind just enough. I couldn't really tell. <laughs> so everyone's cheering. Which, and you're meanwhile like, what is it? By the way, they would have cheered either way. Judging on everyone's reaction, after about 30 seconds to a minute, I figured out it was a boy. What's up with the gender reveal you're talking about? Oh, I just went to my first one earlier this week. Uh... Uh, uh, they drank a bunch of food coloring, waited a couple days, and, and right in front of everybody, <laughs> took an enema. Huh? Well, we'll never know until we try. Excuse me. The things you, you find out about your coworkers when you get invited to something social at their house, it's always interesting. What is this? Uh, Some sort of latte. latte, yeah. From Dunkin'. Todd, this doesn't have espresso in it, does it? It has actually not just one shot of espresso, but three. You're kidding. Unbelievable. This thing's going to kick in here in a minute. I'm going to be really rolling. And the bad thing is I'm going to have already left and gone to that comedy show because we're running short on time. Yeah, well, you're going to love that comedy show, and I cannot wait, as well as our eager listeners, to hear your great comedy review of it that only you could really deliver. That's the coffee report. I hope you enjoy the show, though, tonight. It's a free show, so at least you got that. You guys going out to eat anywhere afterwards? I don't know. I might have to get a snack before I go. Yeah. Roll it up, pat it out, mark it with a C, put it in the oven for, and then it would need to be someone's name that starts with a C. Were you and me? Yeah. You had a T, that would go right in there. I'm just wondering. <laughs> it fits so good and perfect. Does that feel good? Because that looks good. Roll it up, pat it out, mark it with a R. It's like, what in the heck? I mean, for a second there, it sounded like a Little Wayne song. Wheezy F baby. Please say the baby. Coochie. Oh, man. I am going to go to the Rob and Todd feed and see what the very first post is. This is by Avery Bearden, whoever you are. Hey, Avery. What's going on in the old Bobby Garen's Cafe in Pickens? What is going on in the old Bobby Garen's Cafe? I have no idea what that is. What is that? Never heard of it. (laughs) We can't help you there. We don't know. But thanks for asking. Thanks for your question, Avery. (laughs) By Amanda Mershon, if you've always wanted to own a home, what's holding you back? I bet you she's a real estate agent. What is holding me back? Is it fear? Fear of the unknown? You know what I would put on my status? I thought you guys said Happy New Year. (laughs) It's already January 32nd. Cassie Cass, why can't we make polls anymore? I guess that's a Facebook poll. 
We could probably make one if we tried. You want to take the call? Nah. Okay. Oh. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. Hey, Robert. I was gonna give you some tips on like where to park and stuff. Give me that and our listeners too, because I really don't know. Or is it secret information? Should we use that loud aftermarket turn uh, signal? No, this is gonna be secret information. Yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> Sounds illegal. I don't like parking downtown, so I'll get that from you here in just a little bit. <clears throat> well, I'll check. I'll check in with you here in a little bit. We got we got a good flow going here, Bill. Thanks for the gifts, by the way. Uh, it, Robert's really looking forward to it. And you know, these people talk about us all over their socials too. Pretty much every single person that's on our Facebook just constantly asking who we are, over the moon sharing <laughs> us and everything we put out. And we appreciate it, guys. Yeah, and um, the cameos. I will catch up on those. It is piling up, but I will hit the ground running tomorrow and say what's up to all those fans out there that you paid for me to. Tyler Owens, if I could stop failing at everything for five minutes, that would be awesome, man. Yeah, but I would shoot for longer. But solid five is a good start. In the comment section, Bobby Budnick says <laughs> this. Hey, don't laugh at Bobby Budnick. Bobby Maybe, Budnick was what, on Salute Your Shorts. That's a character. Well, I don't know about that. This too shall pass. Everyone I know is being tested right now. You are a good person and so talented. Focus on the good and gratitude. I promise more will come. How do you like that promise, bro? Just focus and I promise that more of something will come. You know, more is going to come. Just you wait and see. And if it doesn't happen, wait longer. But I hope for Tyler's sake, it is something awesome. Mm -hmm. And I know he said five minutes. But I think he's just being modest. So, yeah, hopefully. I was going to say dramatic. It was hot today. Oh, yeah. 49 degrees, but it was a hot 49. The crazy thing is, a few nights ago, we had a cold 49. It was frigid. Cold 49. And two zigzags. Baby, Baby, that's that's all we need. Out in Texas, I woke up, smelled like the house was on fire. The disconnect switch had burned up, and it had aluminum wire running to it, which is not to code. I re-insulated it, replaced the box, and tightened the shit out of it. <laughs> Let me explain something. The reason you can't use aluminum wire on something like that is aluminum as it gets hot gets cold gets hot gets cold which is as current flows through it versus when it's turned off it shrinks and swells ultimately that causes the fitting to be loose and then it starts to arc a little bit because there's not a good connection and that's where your fire starts have shitty contractors who care more about the almighty dollar over you know their jobs because i assume they can be fired and definitely fined if found out about that right the home inspector should have called it, too. Huh. I wonder but, why he didn't. I don't know. When I sold, they still didn't. It makes me wonder. It's like, what other things did I miss? Whoever's in there now might want to go back one more time and retighten the shit out of it. Assuming if they're still alive hearing this. Well, if they are, and if they're listening, and we know they might be. We urge you to assess your electrical wirings. You might need a helper bar to tighten that motherfucker. Depending how strong they are. Leverage.
power. Home Improvement. What? Am I the only one who watched that? <laughs> Did you ever have a crush on Jill back in the day? The mama? You know what? Kind of. When I was uh, when it first came on, yeah. Kinda. That's what I was going to say. Me too. And not a really big one. Yeah. Not a really big one, but I did a little bit, and I can admit that. Do you remember Night Court? No. Uh, I had a crush on uh, one of the actresses on it. That, no. Uh, you remember 227? Uh, not really. Okay. Moving on. I kind of like Topanga or whatever. I did have a crush on someone on Full House, but <laughs> I don't remember who. Someone. Someone. It was not the Olsen twins, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Which I could have got away with it. I mean, I was nine years old, too, or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know Dave Coulier used to date Alanis Morissette? It's rumored that You Ought to Know was written about him. Every time I see him, I think, wow. So that's the guy she went down on in a theater. Ever hooked up in a movie theater? No, actually I haven't. As often as I've been to the movie theater, I've never just hooked up with a rando. I hooked up in a movie theater one time, and I know the person up there running the reel saw it because you could see them smiling and stuff when I walked back, and I had to go back and get my phone because it dropped out. Yeah. The position of those seats, something dropped out. Anyway, I was married at the time. Oh. That's who it was, yeah. What was the movie? Do you even remember? No clue. I guess it doesn't matter. I just remember when I had to go back and get my stuff, the person was looking at me like, you know what? I saw what happened, but I'm just not going to mention anything, okay? That was just the look they had. It wasn't a normal look. They had just finished gratifying themselves watching your smut. I remember when a film projectionist used to be a respectable job, where people of class came to the movie theater. You're the reason why the floor is sticky, Rob. I don't recommend doing that because you might get in trouble. I stand alone, busting my chrome, straight bucking your dome, doing what the gangsters doing. Hey. You know, they say women put their socks on first and then their pants, but men supposedly put their pants on and then their socks. Is it true? I put my socks on first. Socks usually stay on longer than the pants in my house. That's why. Unbelievable. Yep. There's a statistic, I don't see how it's a statistic, but there's a statistic saying the majority of males wear socks during sex. Now, at first I'm like, that's stupid. How would they be able to check that? Well, a survey. But I mean, you know, people will say anything. How could you honestly, you know, oh yeah, what, especially when it comes to sex surveys. Okay, fine. Can't but, trust a survey. Can't trust a survey, but think back to your, think about it. I don't know about you, but I've worn socks more often than not. That could be true. Hey! It's one of those weird facts you never think about until you do, and then it's like, oh, epiphany. I'm not in that much of a rush. I'm going to say rarely have I ever had socks on. I think I just don't like cold feet. I get a little chilly in my feet. And now you know. Yeah! I like my socks. I probably shouldn't bring up the knee-high thing, huh? Oh, you technically already did. You'll have to dig deep in our episodes to know what I'm talking about with that one. Good night, everybody. Hey, there's an Easter egg.